All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome in to Daily Faceoff Live, your go-to source for everything hockey, live every weekday at noon Eastern. Happy Monday, hockey fans. Welcome in to another week of Daily Faceoff Live, streaming on the Daily Faceoff YouTube. As always, we are presented by Botano. The game starts now at botano.ca. Picks for tonight coming up a little bit later on in the show, but if you want to get in on maybe some futures odds, I was perusing Batano today. Heart Trophy, odds for every team to make or miss the playoffs as well. They got you covered at Batano.ca. Frank Saravalli, he's got us covered, or you had us covered, from Sweden, but you're back home in your home studio. I would imagine that feels good. Yeah, it feels really good to be home. It was a busy week. I hit four countries in seven days, 10,000 miles in the air, and uh, saw a bunch of hockey teams play in Sweden, talked to a ton of GMs, and it was a really productive week. If uh, people don't subscribe to Frankly Speaking, wherever they get their podcasts from, they absolutely should. You had Doug Armstrong last week, Bill Guerin coming up, and then a bunch of other big names. Yeah, Barry Trotz is in the hopper. We've got new NHLPA executive director, Marty Walsh, Jacob Chikrin. Lots of awesome stuff uh, ready to go. Giddy up, so make sure you find that wherever you get your podcast from. We should throw a link in the YouTube description as well. Uh, but let's not waste any more time. We got John Goyens coming up for our big segment today with the coaches room. But Frank, let's start with what we saw in Sweden over the weekend. And it was King Willie Styles, William Nylander, continuing his red hot pace to start the season. A point in every game so far for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And what does the Swedish forward do to cap things off? Ah, slide home the OT winner. Give your team a big two points. Um, that was just 
it was a statement weekend and it's a statement weekend on top of what's been a statement season for William Nylander. Yeah. So the actual King of Sweden, his name is Carl Gustav the 16th. Mm. Should think about renaming that uh, King William Nylander or his official mm. name is, is actually much longer than that. The Leafs tweeted it out the other day. Uh, it is, it was quite a run by William Nylander in Sweden. And look, to me, what this weekend did with all eyes focused on him in his home country, it's kind of amazing. He lives in Stockholm uh, in the summer, maybe like three blocks from where the Maple Leafs ended up staying and actually looks across uh, the river at um, the, the Swedish palace, a beautiful place. But what it did for this me this weekend is crystallize not only that William Nylander is the Leafs' unquestioned MVP this season, and the guy that's driving the Maple Leafs bus. But it also crystallized him to me in the very top tier that this league has to offer in terms of players. And it highlights to me and probably everyone else the real need for the Leafs to do anything they can to keep him. It's one thing to head into the weekend with a ton of attention, fans lined up around the block in your home city to see you, um, all eyes being on you, and then coming out, in the first game in Sweden and erasing a two nothing deficit in the third period with a three point performance and player of the game. And then an unbelievable, beautiful uh, OT winner to cap things off. Like it really doesn't get any better than that. And to have all of that focus and pressure leading in and then deliver in the biggest moment, I know it's the regular season, but it says a lot about the player. And if you've been watching him over the last few years, to take the step to the echelon that he has now and to also have that sort of clutch killer instinct kind of feel to him. That's something the Leafs desperately need. Okay. I I'm a hundred percent on the, you do whatever you can to keep them right. Like if you got to trade guys, painful buyouts, you keep this guy in your organization, but humor me for a moment, Frank, if a 27 year old William Nylander goes to the open market, that could be the biggest bidding war we've ever seen in the salary cap era, no? I mean, in the salary cap era, maybe it'd be up there for sure. I mean, there were certainly some other high-profile, high-stakes bidding wars, but why would the Leafs let it get to that point? I don't know I mean, just step up and pay the market price, whatever that might be, and end the conversation. And if it means making tough decisions, as you said, then go about and do it. Yeah, I'm I'm with you 100%. Like, there's just no way you can let this guy walk. And and the thing that's been, you know, talk about the numbers, the work ethic here, the way this guy is just driving this Leafs team forward is beyond impressive right now. And uh, let's see if he can keep it up. Because again, in an 82-game season at this kind of pace, we're talking about 110, 120 points, right? I know he's on pace for more than that, but you kind of get what I'm saying. It's been an unbelievable start to the year for William Nylander as he continued that point streak out in Sweden at the NHL Global. On the other side of that William Nylander OT goal, Frank, was the Minnesota Wild. And uh, I mean, the bottom of our screen says wildly unacceptable. And I know Marcus Felino came out and was speaking to the media after the loss and said, hey, we lost twice in overtime. We feel like we came over here. And I'm paraphrasing a bit, but he said, we had fun as a team and we started to find our game. And I would say that's great, but you didn't win a game. And two points, sure, that's fine. It counts in the standings. In today's NHL, I mean, it's more or less as good as going one for one. 
but I have legitimate concerns with this Minnesota Wild team, Frank. I, I just think they're missing they're missing their sort of star power, their swagger that they've had in past years. Just something feels off here. I'm with you. And you mentioned, frankly speaking, in the podcast, I sat down for 35 minutes with Wild GM Bill Guerin. That episode drops today. That headline that we came up with, wildly unacceptable, the unacceptable part comes from his mouth. He read this team, the riot act, before they went to Sweden. And I do think that you saw glimpses of this team taking a step in the right direction in the global series. And, you know, Gavin, if you could pull up that global series recap, um, that to me actually is one of the big things. Look at this penalty kill percentage, 84%. That's huge because they were down at 62 or 65% for the regular season. So if you can have an 84% weekend, that's pretty good. That's a step in the right direction. And they got some saves from Philip Gustafson, who was pretty good on the trip. And yeah, they only essentially what boils down to going one for one on the trip. I did like what I saw. And I think the one real interesting thing for me in talking to Bill Guerin is there's a lot of ways that this team can improve. And you have back-to-back 100-point seasons. And yes, last year's playoff loss was deflating. But you have most of the same team back. And now you've got Jared Spurgeon back, which I think was a huge loss for this team to start the year. I think you can see the opening and the fact that Bill Guerin is saying that effort and compete was the one thing that stood out to him for the start of the year. And that's the part that's been unacceptable. That gives me some hope that this team can actually get back to where they need to. We got a little poll up in the daily face off YouTube. Will the Minnesota wild make the playoffs this year? So you can have your say over on our YouTube chat live. Um, but Frank quickly, the- one more. I was going to say, we on today's DFO rundown, I said to Jason Greger, give me your two wildcard teams from the West. Let's just assume that the six teams in the West that are leading their divisions, the Central and Pacific, stay in those spots in the standings or some variation yeah. of that order. My two wildcard teams are still Minnesota and Edmonton. You? I'm not a believer in St. Louis. After listening to, to the interview you did on Frankly Speaking, they're probably going to sell off. Arizona, eh, I, I'm higher on them than most, but still don't want to make my pick. Yeah, like Anaheim lost three in a row now. We'll have more on them in a bit. Yeah, I mean, it probably is Minnesota and Edmonton unless one of Seattle or Calgary get red hot for a stretch. It's a good question. Leaves yeah. an opening. It does. Uh, just quickly, we can do it in one word. Is Dean Evison on the hot seat? I know we're getting that question a bit. No. Um, listening to Bill Guerin talk. Thinks he's a really good coach and doesn't put this on Dean Evison. And I'd be shocked if that ends up being the solution. A lot of teams in the NHL. You mentioned the the West is a bit of a pillow fight. Out East, there's some struggling teams. And in Columbus, I mean, they're not just struggling on the ice, Frank. The bad stories off the ice, the clips that are going viral or quotes, I should say. The list keeps going. Patrick Line, a healthy scratch for the Blue Jackets over the weekend. A guy who's making $8.75 million. A guy who's popped 40 goals multiple times in his NHL career. Just two in nine games. And perhaps more concerning than the goals and the production when you look at line A. And this happens with him too. It's the effort. It's how engaged he looks on the ice. Head coach Pascal Vincent has had enough. Was it the right call to scratch line A? Well, I think on the surface, we can all agree that Patrick Laine hasn't met expectations and Johnny Gaudreau has almost more or less been a ghost. But I think some of this comes back on Pascal Vincent. Look at some of his quotes from over the weekend. 
It's getting old. I've had enough and it's getting bleeping old. You're 19 games into your NHL head coaching experience. What makes you think that you can sit here and say that it's getting old? I know you're talking about the player's effort, but this is a league in which you need to coach with both a carrot and a stick. It can't always just be the stick. And I think he's got to show more leadership in this position to begin trying to find solutions as opposed to just trying to use the hammer day in and day out. Ken Johnson, healthy scratch on opening night. Okay, so you want to send a statement. Okay, message delivered. Ken Johnson now in the AHL after a 40-point rookie year as a teenager. That doesn't make a lot of sense. David Yurichek, sixth overall pick. Better than most of the guys you have in your lineup. Healthy scratch. Also sent to the AHL for a chunk of time. And now you've got Johnny Gaudreau benched, Patrick Line, healthy scratch. At what point does this just become an entirely toxic environment, which I believe it's devolved into in Columbus? You are 29th in the league in both points and points percentage. You had expectations to take a step closer to the playoffs. And I think the, the culture that's been fostered under Yarmo Kekalainen is it's lost. You've got some good prospects in your system that really need a lot of help. And you've got a coach that seems to be banging his head against the cinder block wall with the players that you've spent a lot to acquire and trade for and sign. So to me, I think Columbus needs a full sale, wholesale change, a total regime regime change. And the fact that Pascal Vincent has been given the runway and the ability to act in the manner in which he had, I think is entirely disappointing to start. And you can say that some of this is on the players and it is, but it can't, at some point you have to take a step back and look in the mirror. When I hear that quote from Vincent, I want to like grab him and shake him by the shoulders and go, you didn't need to make the playoffs this year to keep your job. And they continue to be an NHL coach. You know what would have worked? If you would have put a bunch of young guys in the lineup, a bunch of them take a step forward. You create a good culture and you're probably going to keep your job heading into next year. Now you look at it like to me, the line, a thing benching Gaudreau in third periods, not putting him out in a one goal game. That's kind of like whatever they're veteran guys. But for me, like Pascal Vincent, if you lose Kent Johnson and you lose David Juracek, you're not going to stick around here very long. And I don't know if you get another job after this in that kind of thing, you know, like, I can't imagine working my whole life for this. And this is the way that you're going to handle it. I just, I can't, I can't do it. It it just feels like there's such a lack of awareness. You mentioned the quote about saying, yeah, I'm sick of it. I'm 19 and he's only 19 games in. Yeah. Like I'm sure Ken Johnson's sick of playing in the AHL when he sits there, pulls up his NHL.com page and goes, holy shit. I had 40 points last year. I had a point every other game. Like, I don't know. It's very, very irritating to see the way that it's gone. Cause that's a team that again, if they would have just bought into the young talent, if they would have look at Philly, Go out there and work hard. Rely on a little bit of young talent. Boom. You can rack up wins in today's NHL. But the fact that it's just taken such a pivot. I mean, Vincent was supposed to be the breath of fresh air after Babcock was let go after not even starting. And he's he's clearly being told yeah. and is the message from management is to handle it this way or else maybe he wouldn't because that's clearly the type of coach that management wanted when they hired Mike Babcock to begin with. Yeah. And we'll see if, like you said, Full-scale regime change. Uh, we're running a bit behind, but let's play a little fair or foul here on a Monday. Frank, I got three lined up for you, and I want to start with 
the Philadelphia Flyers. I am speaking of looking at NHL.com pages. I'm looking at the standings and they have won five games in a row. The Philadelphia Flyers are second place in the Metropolitan Division. The Flyers are a playoff team. Fair or foul on that holding up all year? Foul? Uh, I'm not saying it's impossible that they make the playoffs, but the fact that they're ahead of Carolina and New Jersey is rather shocking to say the least. Um, the fact that the caps have been as good as they are, that part is surprising too, but the flyers were five, seven and one, five games ago. And you're thinking, okay, this is kind of about the spot that we expected the flyers to be in this year after a pretty good start to the year, but they continue to work. They continue to retain third period leads. They continue to get off to good starts. Um, I'm just looking at it saying this team has exceeded expectations. And so the foul part is they're not going to stay in the playoff race. I don't think, but what it really is, is a nightmare season for the flyers overall, because this is a team that's supposed to be rebuilding. I think the last thing you want to be doing is being caught up in the crosshairs of a playoff push come February or March and thinking that you might not want to trade anyone because you want to give them a chance to make it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Yeah, let me give you one from out west now. Uh, on the opposite end of the streak spectrum is the Anaheim Ducks. They've lost three in a row. They are now back to nine and nine on the year. And sure, they're technically tied with Arizona for the last wild card spot. But this is a fair foul on what I'm about to say. My statement, Frank, the Ducks are cooked. This is the slide to the bottom starting right now. Is that fair or foul? I think it's fair. I don't think they're going to totally go to the bottom. But if you look back recently, and no one has done this, but if you look back at Really, I think the last number of seasons for the Anaheim Ducks, like they were in a spot where they actually had some pretty good starts, and I don't think it's it's been recognized. November twenty November sixteenth, twenty twenty one. So two years ago, almost to the day, they were ten four and three. They were seventeen ten and seven at New Year's. 
Um, even last year, like you think back to when Pat Verbeek was hired and I get my years mixed up, mm-hmm. but they were 23, 16 and nine when he was hired. It's the last few years they've closed down the stretch after some significant trades, taking pieces away. When you go eight, 21 and five that you slide to the bottom. So I think they're kind of maybe a little bit ahead of where I thought they'd be, but, um, I like watching them play, and they've been one of the more entertaining teams in the league to watch. Uh, last one for you. This one came out last week, so it's a bit of an old headline. Patrick Mahomes on the Manning cast last week says he's been wearing the same pair of lucky underwear for every game of his career. Fair or foul? You in on the superstition, or is that just disgusting? Foul. It's it's so gross. It's like quite literally foul, and I don't care how many times you watch it, wash it. Like you ain't getting that out, and. I don't know about you, but like, I'm very particular about underwear. Like once a year, mm-hmm. I just order like 15 or 20 pairs online and change them all out. You have to. Awesome. No, I'm serious. Like I get a, I get a 20 pack and it's expensive. Oh, yeah. I get the good stuff. <laughs> yeah. 20 pack delivered right to my door for like three or 400 bucks. <sighs> and you just throw all the rest of them out. And especially when you're like me, a bigger guy, it's just the elastic just, it just gets worn out. Frank doing to his underwear drawer what the Columbus Blue Jackets need to do to their front office. Huh? Yeah, just a full-on new 15-pack of executives in and out of there. Uh, all right, let's wrap up. We're running very late today. Underwear talk, not a turn I was fully expecting to take on today's show, but let's get to our big segment. It's the Coach's Room with John Goyens. As always, the Coach's Room is delivered by DoorDash, where for a limited time, our Canadian viewers can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when they download the DoorDash app and use the promo code NATION25. That's all caps, NATION25. Make DoorDash your holiday hack this holiday season. John Goins swinging by, as always, for the Coach's Room here on a Monday. John, I want to start out in Florida, where a lot of the talk heading into the year was, how are the Florida Panthers going to survive without Montour and without Ekblad? Well, they got those two guys back, but not only did they survive without them, they thrived. And a big reason why, Oliver ekman Larson. Take me through how this guy turned back the clock and is looking like the OEL of 10 years ago. Well, I think he was just under a pressure cooker in a lot of ways in Vancouver and like he was going to be some sort of savior. And the reality, he's just come in. And and when we when we roll these clips in a second here, you're going to see that he just keeps the game super, super simple with the puck on his stick. And one of the guys that's actually really uh, benefiting from it on the power play is their hottest goal scorer in Sam Reinhardt. So let's roll the clips and you're going to see how easy he keeps it at creating offense you're going to see him out of sight out of mind he reloaded in the neutral zone and then similar to what i presented last week d2 activated back door here he is d2 on a breakout highlighted poise i say poise because watch him slow down here now the play's going to roll and he's going to reload just in case nope team's got it boom he's down the pipe and just a little tap it in just tap it in right? Simple transition. Up that puck. You've got studs up front. Use them. Again, out of sight, out of mind. Reload to the middle in case. Go get some depth on the blue line, down the pipe, in the back of the net. Not rocket science. Look at the vision. He's scanning the ice, right? He's going to zip it east-west, and he uses the depth really well. Reloads 
earned some space, half clapper right through the crowd. Again, simple vision. He's got bodies at the net, and he just sifts it through. He's not trying to kill it. He's not trying to kill it whatsoever. Now, who's going to benefit from this and has been benefiting from this? Sam Reinhardt. He is getting pucks through in such a way that makes Sam Reinhardt's ability. That's a half clapper right there, right? For Reinhardt to knock pucks down and tap them in on the rebound. Again, watch this. Eyes on who? Sam Reinhardt. Look at the zoom. Stick available. Where does it go? Under the bar. He just keeps the game simple. He's always had the talent. He's always had the poise. Now he's just put in a situation to just play the game and enjoy it again. I have no idea if you did that on purpose with the happy Gilmore, just tap it in, but they oh, yeah. have uh Brett Peterson working in their front office. And if you know, Brett, his nickname is Chubbs, Chubbs Peterson. So the, yeah. con the connection there was absolutely unbelievable. Well done. Um, Let's talk about the Vancouver Canucks, though, because to me, like their their start to the year has been so fascinating. The way it's unfolded in so many different, you know, levels, and a lot of people are waiting for a lot of things to come back to earth, including that shooting percentage. But they're tops in the league with their five on five off the rush numbers. So when you take a look at the least amount of goals that they've allowed off the rush, is that a team buy-in, or when you break down the tape, is it something tactical? I think it's a combination of both. I think you're going to see often enough that it's never really the D that are just left hanging alone. Like, hey, you guys figure it out and we're going to hang out here by the offensive blue line. They seem to be really working in a very cohesive manner so that they're putting on a certain amount of pressure by the D or forwards. And everybody just seems to be interchangeable. So let's roll the clips and we'll see how five guys end up in the picture quite often. And right here. Here's Miller. I was in-house for this one, and we're actually going to see this, and it's going to be unbelievable, unbelievable play right there by Garland. Watch him shuffle his feet to let this puck go through. It goes east-west, and who makes the first assist on the goal is Miller. He's up the ice. So they're defending. They're up the ice. little moving pick under the bar. Right, they're good five guys in the defensive zone. Now they're attacking through transition in the middle of the ice. Four guys on the rush. Let's fake going to the four guys, uh, the fourth man on the rush. Let's drive the net here on a set breakout. Usually, set breakouts don't lead to much in the way of offense, but again, they are playing Edmonton, who defensively haven't been great, and Pia Suter knows how to get to the openings. And again, defend. Here's Miller, little tap to Myers, and now quick up. So it's not just the usual cast of superstars that are scoring and benefiting. It's a lot of guys, Giuseppe, Kuzmenko, Mikheyev. Everybody's having an opportunity to chip in here. And again, that fourth man rush opens up opportunities, creates confusion. They stop at the net and they tap it in. So let's talk about preventing goals off the rush as well, John. Is this something tactical or is it a, a buy-in from these Canucks players? It, it's for sure a buy-in. And, and again, we saw a little snippet of it in their transition from defense mm -hmm. to offense. And really, I could have shown about 100 clips, but I focused on about four or five here to emphasize how, how good a job they do gapping up, putting pressure on, owning the inside dots, 
and and nullifying any uh, any openings. And that's why right now they've given up only five goals against at five on five off the rush. So let's roll those clips. So here, they're just going to pressure to the inside, but they're not going to commit outside dots and they're going to buy time and watch how quickly it's offside. You got five Vancouver Canucks in the picture. This is what coaches like salivate for here. You got pressure. You got Cole has got his man. Look at the pressure coming above and underneath. Cole's able to hold his lane and it relaunches. So here, a bit of a broken play once again. Now surf. Instead of always skating backwards, surf across your man. Right there on the yellow dot. Bang. They get possession. They transition. And this is what we call a tag-up entry. Something that just came out of the offensive zone and is relaunched. And again, surf. Don't skate backwards. You're going to give gap in space. Skate forward. And five guys are in the picture at every turn. So, John, it seems like they're able to really create a lot and be a little more aggressive in terms of how they pressure because they have the proper support and the buy-in factor from their teammates. Absolutely. And, and you know, too many coaches go, I want pressure, 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 and guys don't make reads and there's disjointed and disconnected and you see a lot of odd man rushes against. In this case, there's pressure with support. And sometimes the pressure, as we saw in one particular clip, it's not 100 miles an hour like a chicken with his head cut off. It's buying time for the other guys to get back in the picture so that you can relaunch everybody. And at any given point, it could be an offensive player forward picking up a loose puck and relaunching guys and the D jumping up in the rush. Hence why Quinn Hughes has the points that he has. Yeah, it's been quite the season in Vancouver. I love that you talk about the rush. We spend so much time in like, oh, the game's getting faster and faster. Well, hey, defending and attacking off the rush. That's the bread and butter for the Canucks. John, fantastic breakdown. As always, the coach's room is brought to you by DoorDash. Restaurants and more delivered right to your door with DoorDash. John, we'll chat again next Monday. Thanks. See you guys. Frank, let's move along to our hashtag AskDFO question, and we're going to keep this one centered around a troubling story from the weekend in Boston as Milan Lucic was arrested, and after a domestic incident, uh, he's placed on an indefinite leave of absence from the Bruins. Uh, it was interesting to hear both Jim Montgomery and Brad Marchand when they spoke to the media about this talk about how they're, they're you know thinking and want to make sure the Lucic family is safe and okay in all of this. Um, it definitely seems like a troubling story brewing in Boston. But what's the next step here for the bees? Well, they're going to have to let this court process play out. And Milan Lucic, he'll be arraigned on Tuesday uh, on a charge of assault and battery against a family or household member, according to the Suffolk County district attorney's office. And look, um, we have to see where this goes and everyone deserves due process. Uh, however, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Milan Lucic has played his last game in the NHL. Uh, there will certainly be, um, depending on the outcome here, some discipline that comes from either the Boston Bruins or the NHL or both. And beyond that, um, it's just wholly unacceptable. Like I, me personally, uh, and this is just my own opinion, um, and it's not even a hot take. If you lay your hands on a woman, you shouldn't be able to play in the NHL again at any point. And um, I think it's 
pretty easy to have a zero tolerance policy in that case. It's very, very easy to have a zero tolerance policy. And I would hope that's the direction the NHL chooses to go. Frank, let's move along to our Botano daily bets for the day. Uh, a couple of plays here that I like on a Monday night as we dig into things. Sharks and Canucks going head-to-head. Of course, the Canucks popped home a 10 spot on San Jose earlier this season. I think that offense off the rush, like John Goyen said, is going to be way too much for San Jose to handle. I like the over in this game. There is no value on the Vancouver Canucks, although I'm tempted to go puck line because I think they should puck just line looks good water. though. Yeah, it doesn't look terrible, um, but I think the over is a good spot here at almost even money. I think the Canucks are scoring five, six, seven on their own tonight. So the over should be an easy hit tonight as the Sharks head to Vancouver. Second up, little shot prop parlay. I love finding two guys whose lines are one and a half and playing them together. Aaron Ekblad's only played once this season. Four shots on goal in that game. JVR, line at one and a half. Frank, he's hit this in nine of his last ten. He's been a shot machine the Bruins you play those two together it's plus 143 boom little plus money bet for you on a Monday Frank I want to hey, ask you okay I, go ahead no I was gonna say I filled in for you on Friday I gave you guys yeah. the Swedish meatball that's what I called it uh parlay there we had the William Nylander goal which obviously happened and um yeah that was uh, a pretty tasty little treat it was I think it was plus 315 it ended up being it was uh trying to think it was Nylander goal and who was another Swede was supposed to have a point so uh, anyway Lucas Raymond Lucas Raymond oh that's it Lucas Raymond had a point and he scored the first goal of the game and I was like yes uh and also I enjoyed myself I'm not gonna fill in for you that much more on bets but anytime (laughs) I can get one I feel the need to plug myself Last week, uh, Pat Puff, our graphics guy, filled in for me on a betting day, and he went three for three with two-plus money bets as well. So maybe it's a sign that I should stop doing these, um, but the guests are hot. Guests are hot. Uh, Let's wrap up the show with a little bit of garbage time here, Frank. It's brought to you by Wendy's and their all-new barbecue bacon cheeseburger. You can order it on their new app as well. Collect points, get food, and then get rewarded for it. The new week of our Daily Faceoff Survivor game is starting today. You can head to dailyfaceoff.com if you want to play. I'm looking at this for the first I went Pedersen, uh I went Pedersen point. Oh my god, that's lock. I'm in. Squad yeah. ride. There's no hey, way look, that doesn't hit. Oh, you and I have both been getting hammered in the Wendy's Daily yeah. Faceoff Survivor game. We gotta win the first game in order to be able to win the week. So, uh, mm-hmm. I've, uh, I'm in the mix, is what I'll say. Uh, what do you got for garbage time today? Yeah, so uh, funny moment um, on Saturday in Sweden. Um, Sheldon Keefe was asked about the Toronto Maple Leafs league high uh, too many men on the ice penalties. They hit six for the season already uh, in Sweden on Friday night. And his first response wasn't to um, you know, say, oh, we need to do a better job or communicate better. He hammered the ref saying that was not a too many men on the ice penalty. And he, he really sort of vocally defended uh, his team and, and said it was not their fault. The only funny thing is as we were talking to Sheldon Keefe at the backdrop in the arena behind us, the NHL referees were putting on a clinic for about 50 Swedish referees. So there's 50 referees on the ice at the moment that he's saying it. And as he walked away, someone was like, Hey, over there, is that your worst nightmare? And he was like, yes. And he's like, we need better refs. And he like yelled it. (laughs) Welcome. uh, The NHL's director of officiating was standing right there and watched the whole thing. And it was actually rather comical. 
Uh, that, that is a that is a good little behind the scenes story from your time in Sweden, Sheldon Keefe, yelling into a room of young Swedish officials. That's good. That is good stuff. Uh, Frank, it is a busy, busy week around the NHL between Canada and the USA. 22 nationally televised games for the league coming up in the next seven days. So it should be a good one. Buckle up, hockey fans. We'll be back. Actually, Frank and Colby will be back tomorrow at noon Eastern because I'm flying out to the New York area, eventually to Philly to come hang out with Frank for a little bit. Uh, so anyways, Frank and Colby tomorrow at noon. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. As always, show presented by Botano.ca. Everybody in the YouTube, you were awesome. We'll see you again tomorrow at noon Eastern. Thanks for tuning in to Daily Faceoff Live. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special coming your way this playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge. And let me tell you, it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal. Every playoff game day, you're going to be faced with four questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle. And here's a sneak peek into some of those questions we'll be firing your way. First up, you got to pick the winning team. That sounds simple, right? 
but there's more. You gotta decide if the total amount of goals in the game will be over or under a certain amount, and that's where the real strategy starts to kick in. Next up, you're picking who's gonna find the back of the net first, and you're gonna wanna be careful, because that's one that could be cooked early on in the game. And finally, you gotta predict which period is going to be the highest scoring. Will it be a barn burner in the first, a shootout in the second, or a nail biter in the third? That's up to you to decide. Now let's talk about prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? For the daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards to treat yourself to some fresh nation gear, and you might even win a jersey from your favorite team. And for the big dogs, those who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge. Play now at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess.